Good morning, everyone. Um, welcome to Daily Devotional. Um, we're going to start off with our memory verse. Um, well, let's start off with a word of prayer, and then we get to our reading. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for everything. We thank you for loving us and taking care of us and just being our, our friend and being our shepherd and our guide. Father, as, as we take, partake in this word today, if we're reading it or hearing it, please bless us. Help us to understand what you're trying to say to us. Help us to love more and be compassionate. Help us to apply whatever you're trying to say to us. Father God, I ask you to bless me and help me to, to convey anything you're trying to say to your people. And bless the ones that are reading it and the ones that are hearing it. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Memory verse of the week. I'm going to post it on um, the bio or the, yeah, the bio of the podcast. Psalms 27, 14. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Psalms 27, 14. Verse of the day, Titus 3, 5 and 6. He saved us not because of works done by, by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, but by the washing of generation, generational and renewal of Holy Spirit. Whom we poured, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ as our Savior. Topic, he's pouring his mercy on me. Affirmations. I'm gonna pause and um say the I'm gonna say the devotional pause for you to say it behind me, okay? I'm waiting at the throne of grace. The Holy Spirit has renewed me. I want the Holy Spirit to pour into me. I'm living a righteous life. The Holy Spirit desires to have a relationship with us. He doesn't need us, but he wants us. And to some degree, we have to want him too. In order to be closer to the Holy Spirit, we must give ourselves to him. In order to, for him to pour into us, we have to give something for him to pour into, which is our life. Today, we will learn about the importance of the Holy Spirit, which is his love is so infinite to us and how he never leaves us or hurt us. We have had friends and family, even relationships where they say to us they, they won't hurt us or they never mean to hurt us. So we build this wall around ourselves to keep ourselves from being hurt. But we never have to do that with the Holy Spirit. He desires to be there for us if we let him in. Today's verse tells us that he saved us not because of our good looks, not because we have a great career, not because of who we are or what we did, but he saved us because he loved us so much that he wants to give us mercy. He wanted to renew and pull away, pull us away from, from whatever pieces we have given the world to have of us. We all have these pieces that we give ourselves to people and relationships and family, but the Holy Spirit wants for us for us to give to him every piece of ourselves. He wants us so that we can take on a new view on life. Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. By faith, we must draw near the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy when we need it. We all sin. And sometimes when we sin, we go down this endless cycle of sinfulness. and It can last two days, three weeks months however long it is the holy spirit doesn't care he wants us to know that we can come back to him in faith and receive mercy the holy spirit wants us to understand in this devotional that he wants us so badly to open ourselves up so that he can be there so he can take care of our woes and hurts and trauma 
Still, we have to let go of the sin we committed and, fig- and forgive our selflessness. And if we desire to be used by God, he has to cleanse us and help us focus. That's what he's here for. This is to help us connect. Are you ready to connect with the Holy Spirit? Are you ready for him to pour into you? We could say yes, but our flesh wants something different. Our flesh wants what feels good right now. Our flesh wants instant gratification. Still, we understand that the relationship we are trying to build with the Holy Spirit takes time. It takes us drawing into him, into the throne of grace, meaning reading our word, praying, sitting idly, and waiting for him to speak. That's drawing near the throne of grace. It's forgetting what we have done and looking at how we he can fix and heal us. That's drawing near. Joel 2 and 28 says, and he and it shall come to pass afterward that all that I will pour out my spirit in all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. As we wait before the throne of grace, he pours into us and he shows us mighty and powerful things as we wait. We grow into him. We intertwine into the mighty men and women of God because we are waiting. But unless we wait like disciples, he can't pour. He's not going to pour into anyone that's not willing to give up on flesh and hold on to righteousness. I know it's tough. Life is. People and situations and jobs, just living sometimes is rough. But we have to learn how to lean on the Holy Spirit. We have to learn to lean on his mercy and grace and believe he has something better in store for us. But as we believe and wait and listen, wait and connect and allow him to pour his spirit into you. Prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for everything. We thank you for being with us and accepting the pieces we have left. We don't know what we would do without you. We don't know how we would survive, but we ask, we're asking you to please continue to walk with us and teach us your infinite wisdom. Give us, forgive us of our sins we have done. Forgive us of choosing sin over you. Lord, we come before you humbly and ask you to continue to give us the gift of mercy and grace. In Jesus' mighty name. Reference Romans 5 and 5 and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Acts 10 and 45 and the believers from among the circumcised who had come with Peter was amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out even on the Gentiles. John 1 and 16 for for from this from for from his fulfillment we have all received grace upon grace. John 1 and 16. Further reading, 1 Kings 19, 1 through 21, Acts 12, 1 through 23, Psalms 136, 1 through 26, Proverbs 17, 14 through 15. So his mercy pours over us. Even when we don't deserve it, he gives us mercy and grace. Even when we feel that we have made a mistake and we wallow in it, we, we, we wallow in that we fail again. And we keep falling and we keep falling for the same sin. His mercy and grace is still there. We have to understand that he gave us this because he knows we can't do it on our own. He knows that we can't make it. Anyone that says they can make it without God, that's the scary person to be around. Get away from them. Because no one can make it without God. No. Not uh, no pastor, no prophet, no minister, because everything that someone teach that's a prophet or a minister, they get it from the Holy Spirit. So they need to have connection with the Holy Spirit to be able to teach. So they need them. So they need mercy and grace. We all do. I always tell y'all that Jesus loves you no matter what. And he just wants 
to love on you. He just wants to have you near him. And when he does this, he's, he wants to pour mercy on you. He wants to pour his grace on you. Grace is a gift that no one deserves. Don't let anyone fool you and say, well, you don't deserve it because you're new in Christ. Or you don't deserve it because you're a babe in Christ. No, we all deserve it. It doesn't matter what we've done. We all don't deserve it. I think I said do deserve it, but we all don't deserve it. We don't. But the thing is, is that he gives it to us because he loves us. He looks over our wrongdoing. He looks over our uncompassionate ways. He looks over our sinful ways. He looks over our actions. He looks over what we think about. He looks over all that. He says, I want to give her mercy. I want to give her grace. Why? Because I love her so much. And I don't want to see her loss. With this mercy and grace comes the opportunity of changing. Are you willing to change? We can't. We shouldn't want to continue to stay in the sin. And a lot of Christians says, I'm a Christian. I can sin. I'm going to get forgiveness. That's it. I've asked God to forgive me. He's going to forgive me. That's it. I can keep going about my way. No, no. We should want to change. And every day, ask the Holy Spirit to change what's in you that you don't see. Change what's in me that I do see. Change me. I, so that's, that's the one thing that I wake up and want to do every day. I want to be different than I was yesterday. I want to try harder to be connected with him because right now, as you're sitting in your car, in your home, wherever you are sitting, the Holy Spirit's right there. He's right there. And some of us don't even use him. He can help us to stop falling into repeated sin. He can guide us to a different, into, into a different uh, setting. He can guide us with the right words to say. He can guide us to be more compassionate. He can guide us to love our neighbor as ourselves. But, but if we never ask him to help us, he, he can't. Because we have to submit ourselves. We have to yield ourselves. We have to surrender. We have to throw our hands up and say, Holy Spirit, please help me to be compassionate. Because I'm not. I'm a rude person and I... I tend to be rude. I don't want to be rude anymore. I don't want to be uncompassionate. I want to love. I want to show love like you show love. And he will show you how. But you have to make the first steps. And he can't pour into a dirty vessel. I say that all the time because people think because they can, they can carry God's anointing and still be these people that are hateful and mean. No, you can't. You cannot be this way. We have to learn to go to God in mercy, for mercy and grace, so he can change us. I pray that this lesson taught you all something. I pray that when we sin, or when you sin, or when we all sin, that we take the time and ask God, I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your grace. Can you please give me that? I thank you for it. He's always pouring it over us. But it's up to us to accept it and try to change our actions. Because he can't make us change because he ha we have free will. So what are you going to choose? Are you going to choose your flesh? Or are you going to choose Jesus? Are you going to choose a righteous living? Or are you going to choose craziness, chaos? Start yielding your mind and heart to God so he can change you because I think what happens is some of us feel so bad that we keep falling for the same sin 
And when you notice that you're falling for the same sin, go to God and say, God, I keep falling for the same sin. And he will reveal you what that sin is and rebuke it. Send it back to the pits of hell. You don't have to do all this screaming and shouting. You don't need no one to do an exorcist on you. You can lay hands on yourself and you can say, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you and send you back to the pits of hell. You can't stay. I will not be this way. I will not have these tendencies. I will not say these things. I will not think these things. I will not look this way. I will not have my eyes filled. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. And you speak in the authority of the Lord. Those things have to go. Remember that Jesus loves you. I pray you all have a great weekend. And remember that he loves you. Have a great day.